This is Living Proof Radio, May 2024. All of our full episodes are available on our Patreon with weekly drops, a Patreon-only radio show, and Living Proof magazine delivered to your house every issue, as well as our entire members-only library backlog. Patreon.com slash York. It's sort of like, it's like for me, like I'm always looking forward. Like I never really watch anything I've done. I've never listened to anything I've done. I've just like, just been constantly going forward. Like, and I think that probably goes back to doing kids and um, there was a lot of feelings came after the fact of kids coming out, but by New Yorkers. Yeah. And so I got a lot of hate for it and stuff, and I never wanted that to be the thing that defined me. Mm -hmm. Right? So I, like, never really used it in any way. Being being the leading kids, you mean? Yeah, like, just being in that movie. You know, whereas, like, Harold Hunter would tell anybody who would listen, like, y'all mean kids, yo? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. whether it's to get into a club or just to talk to a girl. Harold loved that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I was more shy, and I was like, I need to do something to get past this thing. Like, I need to prove to people that I'm more than this. So, like, yeah, like, uh, I want to say the, the reason why kids worked is because nobody knew what they were doing. Nobody really understood that we were making a movie that was going to be seen by the world. Mm -hmm. Like it was like a little summer camp project or something. Do you feel like uh, Larry Clark or Harmony Corinne knew that it was going to like be as much of a success? I think so. Like, I mean, Larry had already been an artist for probably 30 years. Harmony is super ambitious. Um, you know, they embraced it really well. Mm-hmm. And the other interesting thing with kids was that they didn't really use any of the kids to promote the film mm-hmm. because I feel like they liked this blurred line of, is it real? Is it fake? Yeah. Is it a documentary? Right. Who are these kids? Where do they come from? So Larry and Harmony would do all like the press, like go on David Letterman or go to uh, Cannes Film Festival, things like that. Cause like my, my relationship with New York was like, I came here first, like when I was 16 for like visits. And then I moved here when I was, uh, like 18 or 19 and I was only here for like a year and then I got locked up and then it wasn't until 2016 that I moved back again for like a year or something, got into legal trouble again. So I only had two years under my belt, you know what I mean? Of living here. But I had like this weird relationship with it where I had done a lot, like I had been active and stuff and I had observed a lot about like the way that things look aesthetically on the street or, you know, what people are dressing, like what type of demographics you're seeing out here on the street. And then I got a call for a job um, about two years ago and came back here. I'm 30, you know, 36 now. So this is two years ago. It It's like irrecognizable to me, you know, like yeah. it's like. I remember coming here when I was like a kid and like, I feel like folks from your generation were like the cool older kids that we like looked up to and wanted to be like, 
I know you've said a lot of times, right, that you've heard from people that they want to move to New York because of kids. Yeah, yeah. And like I've said that, like I've described, used it as like an easy stamp to like show people, like if you've seen kids, like that's what I thought I wanted to be like when I was like young, you know, this is why I wanted to be in New York. And, uh, and like when I got here, I felt like a little bit of that was still here, you know, like it yeah. felt like that way. Like I remember like going to Max Fish and like sneaking in and like seeing people there that I had only heard about or seen in like magazines or some, you know, interview or like a skate video or something like that. Yeah. And now like, I mean, I don't mean to just shit on New York because yeah. I'm not from here, but like when you were younger, you're like, okay, I'm from New Jersey. And a lot of people like gave you shit for being from New Jersey. They're like, you're not from here. Like it's something special. Do you think people still claim New York like that? Like young kids are still like, I do. I mean, I think, I don't know. For me, it's like you see you see it through the skate world. You know, like you know who grew up in the city. Um, it's weird to be raising a kid in New York City. Like, yeah, he's pop. from New York. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, where's he gonna go to rebel? You right. know, like where's he going to go to find himself? Like right. New Jersey or Arizona or something? Like you I know, fuck with New Jersey. You know. <laughs> um, so I think there still is that pride of being a city kid if you're actually from New York. I think, you know, there's this like, there's this like punk venue downtown that I really like a lot. And um, it gives you hope that there's like cool kids out there. And this venue is like, they don't like over promote themselves. Mm -hmm. They tell people to keep it chill. Yeah. Um, but there's really a big scene that's kind of developed out of it. The one thing I kind of worry about is, uh, um, like people, I don't even know how to put it. This like idea of being like depressed mm -hmm. or cynical or over it all. I think you, you, I don't know. You need to have like a little hope. Sure. Yeah. You need to appreciate what you're going through, right. you know, and shit sucks, but shit could also be a lot worse. Definitely. And you're living in this city with all this great stuff at your fingertips and you think everything sucks. And right. you're like, and again, that comes with age, yeah. you know, that comes with getting older you know, we all were very self-destructive and I don't think we really appreciated the amount of good times we had while we were having them. But the older you get, the more you're like, damn, that was kind of fun. Right. Like, you know, we didn't have much, but we had a solid crew and a lot of good times. Mm -hmm. And now I'm old and I'm glad that I'm still alive and like rest in peace to all the people that aren't. Sure. Um, so it's like a different type of appreciation, you know, where I'm like, you, you just can't let it get you down, you know? And like the cell phone thing is tricky. Like, you know, to, again, to me, it's like, drugs or cigarettes or any of that. Like Instagram, you're just looking for a hit, you know? You just want that that thing 
you're never going to find it. Yeah. You just scroll and scroll and scroll and maybe you see a good like skate clip or something enough to keep you like doing it. Mm -hmm. And you realize you're missing the parties. You're missing being out in the world, interacting with people, Mm -hmm. talking to girls, whatever, you know, it's weird to go to a bar and say your cell phone's dead, right? Or something. And you're at a bar and you're not looking at your phone. You're like a weirdo. Not for sure. Like if you're not waiting on somebody or like looking at your phone, if you're just looking around the room, they're like, who the fuck is this creep? Yeah. Whereas back in the day, that's all you did. And you go to Max Fish at 6 p.m. And you just see where the night took you. Yeah. You know, and you wouldn't go home. Like having no cell phones was a blast. Yeah. And you just. the house not knowing where you were going to go or end up. And it, it, it's, it's strange because obviously like I got like the first generation Nokia cell phones, the blue and gray ones, you know, I had a pager when I was younger yeah. and stuff. I got to experience it like as it progressed. And since you're, you know, whatever, uh, nine or 10 years older than me, you, you got to actually like experience almost all of your like prime, like youthful yeah. years without having this like thing that kind of turns you into a narcissist inevitably. Like, yeah. Even if you're not like susceptible to it, it's like a lot of people have asked me like how I got into graffiti or why like I got so into it when I did. And it was because I got positive reinforcements from people around me. It was like the first thing that I did that people were like, yo, you're good. You should keep doing this. And if if you post like a, a good selfie of yourself and you're getting positive reinforcement, why would you not then start being like, I'm going to get, you know, better camera angles. I'm going to do fresher fits. I'm just going to get, you know what I mean? And just go down that rabbit hole. It's very hard to pull any young people away from it. They don't even have like a chance. And like, actually, I got a question for you in regards to like your son. Like, are you going to try and intervene with his Mm. experience with technology at all? Are you going to try and like.